This episode of Wine Biz Radio is brought to you in part by Cornerstone Sellers. Fan them up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And by Wine Industry Network, connecting buyers and suppliers. You can find them online at wineindustrynetwork.com. Fan us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash winebizradio. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com forward slash winebizradio. And now, on with the show. It's time now for Wine Biz Radio, bringing the wine industry to your ears. And now, here's Kaz, Randy, and X. Yeah! No, there's no X. Don't start that. Oh, no, he's not here. He's not here. Where'd he go, man? So, hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. WineBizRadio.com yeah. with uh, all of us and all of you. <laughs> And if you know where you are, that's where you're at. That's where you're at. And uh, look outside and see the weather. And there it is. So, uh, this is another beautiful show here, uh, 91.3, into the hot sun here in Sonoma Valley. And we don't know how the weather will be because we're really pre Do you want me to get the uh, Farmer's Almanac? And, and see and what the weather should be? Sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah me, you go me, do that. Let me pull that out. You pull that up, and I'll talk about a couple of these friends. Uh, we started uh, last week's show, and uh, ex, uh, Mr. Christoph and I talked about uh, the Canvas event that I went to uh, a week and a little couple of days ago. And uh, it was basically a concierge alliance between Napa and the Valley and Sonoma Valley. And uh, Miss Colby Smith has been on our show, and we're going to talk with her again in the next couple weeks and uh, just talk about what, what, what has happened because it's been almost uh, a good uh, probably eight months or nine months since we've talked to her last. Um, there was something pretty cool that I uh, bumped into uh, at yes. the event. And um, it's a couple different things. This uh, is uh, you're looking at this thing. Uh, yeah, the seven by seven. Seven by seven. Seven by seven is a publication out of San Francisco that has all the uh, all the areas uh, in San Francisco, all seven of them. And it's it's a great publication. It's probably one of the nicest publications in uh, on the on I would say on the West Coast. Uh, beautiful printing. Uh, and their their model, uh, you'll find this to be quite amusing. And you listeners out there in Radio Land, uh, their 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 whole thing is that they're betting that the publication will do better for their advertisers and the people looking at it than actually having a website that'll tell people what to do and all that stuff. So they're going the other way in the stream of everybody else just going to the web. So, um, and I kind of uh, agree with what they're what they're doing and how they're printing out. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm old school and I like to hold a, a newspaper or hold a a magazine. And you actually, don't like, you're not into the tablet magazine thing. Huh? Not, well, I'm not, and I don't have any of those little tabloids that we could do that anyway. But that being said, even if I did, I think I'd still rather hold something that's paper and I can actually because nothing look nothing at it is and, easier yeah. to use at the toilet than paper. That's right. All right. Yeah. Um, so, so what they've got is they've got a eco-friendly vineyards, uh, wineries where they process and important products of stuff. Anyway, he's got this great public, little publication of new, printed di- small on, on, these, 
on thin paper. Right, so it's and like, this is you know, new discoveries. So this is like a little handout that was inside of their publication, 7 by 7 So it just tells This is not discoveries. Come on. Some of these wineries are pretty Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no the first part, it says new discoveries. There's uh, Mender Wines. Have you heard of Mender? No, no I, I have not heard right, of them. So that's the new discoveries. Right. There's eco-friendly vineyards that they talk about. The Silverado uh, Vineyards is, and a couple other ones in there that are extremely uh, green. Um, and then another winery called Coletto Estate. Um, and that, that has some pretty good hills to it. That's uh, Anyway. Uh, there's 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 a bunch of fun stuff in this little and this again was like a little uh, add on to the publication seven by seven in San Francisco. If you haven't seen it, go get a copy of it. Um, it's well worth spending a couple bucks to check it out. We're going to have the. In fact, we've had him on. Yeah, we before. we interviewed him for one of the the actually uh, when they launched. I think uh, uh, no, uh, but we had them on as part of the show where Christoph and I were at Mondavi for there one of these. Uh, 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 it was a can. Wasn't it? Uh, was it a can? Cheers to taste, or something like that, or something like that. Anyway, he'll it was, be back. He'll be here. He'll be cool. Right on. He wants to be on our. He wants to be. Um, I'm going to give you a couple other wineries. I, I, I got two. In Boy, mind. look at you! You're just like I got my business card sitting out here. I do, and uh, I just I, I met uh, a, a really really nice gal, uh, Mara uh, Montes M O N T E S. You want me to see it? No. No. And okay. uh, uh, they have two wines. Meritus uh, Vineyards is putting this out. They are uh, definitely have only been around only but a few years. But this is a, the Robledo story at the other end of the spectrum. Uh, it's the Mexican family that came up, striving hard, made the vineyards, helped out with all kinds of stuff, uh, the turmoil of all this, all the the poo-poo stuff of just getting jobs and everything. This gentleman has decided to make high, high-end wine. And uh, it makes an incredible Cabernet that I was able to taste, which is this Meritus. Um, and uh, then the other one is her, I think it was called Mara. Uh, but anyway, it's, uh, it's it's her sister. There's two sisters, and he named the two wines after the two sisters. Um, you can go to their website and check it out and get all this stuff correct. So, And they want to be on our show, there, so we're going to have them here and talk about their amazing story of a father's strife to create such a high-end wine. And it's M-A-R-I-T-A-S vineyard.com. And uh, anyway, we'll talk to her and find out about things. The other one is a, a, an interesting story as well. So that's why I brought these two interesting stories out. The other one is called the E-H-L-E-R-S Estate. Have you heard that? The Eller Estate? Um, which, which one? Eller Estate. They only make about yes. 5,000 cases. I have heard of them. Check actually. it out. All the proceeds to the selling of that wine go into helping cardiovascular surgery. Cool. Like nice. all of it. The gentleman that uh, started the vineyard was quite a wealthy guy. Uh, it prolonged his life by having this certain uh, procedure about 30 years over when normally he would have passed away. And he was so happy to have lived his He's life so grateful that, uh, on earth yeah. that he said, the proceeds to all the wine that we produce will go to this, and their their prices go from twenty eight to one hundred and ten bucks. So they're um, kind of all over the, the, the range. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I would say twenty eight is is uh, is you know for so, Napa is is low, but very I mean, low. Sonoma, yeah. it's kind of in the Sonoma, middle. Sonoma, it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find out more information from them. 
by uh, going to e h l e r s uh, estate dot com or uh, go to seven zero seven nine six three five nine seven two and find out uh, what the heck they're all about and they too will be on the show. Um, and a great, well, you great just start. seem to have booked up for the rest of the year. Right on. Good man. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Uh, so here's the weather report. Here's the weather report. Um, for And this is well, – this is we're doing the show like yeah, two so weeks this ago. Is, uh, yeah, so. so this is for the – today is the 17th. So um, th- that week. That week. Or that the, the three days or four days and that – because the, 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 the weird thing about the way this is done is it talks about the 16th to the 19th, which is go. not a full week. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it says fair at first, then stormy. Whoa. Oh, so maybe, so maybe some, it's starting maybe to rain. Maybe tomorrow you can expect coming. rain. Maybe. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the following uh, four days says mostly fair weather returns. So there you go. All right. Okay. And they've been uh, right. Dry, dry, and dry, but maybe some storm. Yeah. So there. So there you go. That's your official weather report from Wine Biz Radio. Thank you. And the Farmer's Almanac. So what uh, what's going on in uh, Filmville? Oh yeah, you know I've been uh, my my head has been completely eaten up by this uh, this school thing, and that's why you have it covered up with a multiple colored yes, with a uh, with a rainbow beret. little co- uh, rainbow crocheted beret. Right, woohoo! Yeah, yeah very nice, very hip. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's I've been very uh, very black of you. I'm, I'm I'm right in the middle of. In fact, uh, by the time this goes up, I'll I'll be in the finishing stages of of editing my my. My documentary assignment, which is, uh, it's a short documentary. It's only like five or five to eight minutes. Yeah. And uh, the topic I chose, which was uh, a little bit interesting, but mostly inspired by well, we'll my, be the judge by of my that. dear wife. Well, we're going to be the judge of that. Okay, be the judge of it. Okay, is about raw milk. Uh huh. And the challenges of a small, um, well, it is a small family-owned dairy down in in Southern California that um, is one of two dairies in California that makes raw milk. Did you and go down there to do? Yes, that? I went down there. Wow! And I visited the. Are they off of the five? Uh, no, they're, they're Fresno, so they're Fresno, off ninety-nine. So 99. Yeah. yeah, and uh, there is a really cool location. Um, it's very flat, but uh, very cool. Uh, and what the, what I was struck by when I was uh, there was the smell of no raw milk. no not the smell of raw milk which doesn't smell bad by the way but oh. um, that's was utterly disgusting how similar yeah. the 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 realm of raw milk and what's happening in that in the dairy kind of industry yeah how similar that is to wine huh. uh, because you have you have state regulation. Of milk, yeah. and you have state regulation of wine. You have yeah. federal regulation of milk, and same thing for wine. Yeah, um, you have um, big players uh, trying to eat the little players, and same things happening in wine. Right. Um, you have uh, there, there's and and part of it is also the the kind of labyrinthian uh, kind of you know the way to get it done. And how to actually how a small producer uh, of wine in in the in anywhere in the U.S., but especially I'm thinking of course California, uh, how they have to put up a, a with uh, kind of this this weird bureaucracy slash red tape that um, is largely not interested in you being successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like it's it it seems like it's that way in in a lot of industries, but. In reality, I don't know if that's totally true. I think they just—they're trying to protect 
everybody from everything. And there's some things. Yeah, and I think that what's 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 weird about it is that you know um, why why are they spending so much time and energy protecting you from something that is uh, not as I mean now. I will say that when it comes to alcohol, as in terms of like the entire spectrum of alcohol, sure, um, wine is not the the leading evil. Evil, right? Okay, beer and hard liquor got it beat down multiple times over, right? But uh, you know, when it comes to uh, you know, basically you have these regulators that just seem to spend an enormous amount of attention controlling, uh, you know. Something that is not that is not the worst offender, right? And the same same things happening in raw milk. So yeah. you have this. Most most uh, dairies um, have uh, basically they 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 get their milk, they put it in a tank, and they ship it off to somebody to pasteurize it, and then it gets either made into cheese, butter, sold off as as uh, or or milk or milk, yeah, liquid milk. But liquid milk actually, for the amount of milk that is actually extracted from cows in the state, yeah. very, very little of it actually is sold as fluid milk. Really? Oh yeah. So it goes into concentrates and stuff. Uh, no, it gets made into evaporated? cheese and yogurt and 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 I mean, cheese uses a lot of milk, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like nuts. Yeah. I mean, pounds, hundred pounds of milk or hundred pounds of milk to make one pound of cheese. That sort of that sort of ratio. Wow. You can, yeah, that that quickly. Quickly shows you what you're up against in terms of you know you can produce a lot of milk and only make a little bit of cheese. So, uh, but you know the 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 other part of it is that you you have you might have uh, the 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 way it was described is you might have 50 producers all working together and 49 of them are are doing a fine job, but if one of them's not on their game, then all of the the milk because the milk the way the milk raw milk works is it all gets pulled together right and so um, you, all you need is one person not doing the best job of sanitation or something like that and all of that milk gets infected and so that's why right. pasteurizing the milk is the best solution for them but I mean this this guy down in in uh, Fresno he does a crackerjack job of sanitation I mean he's just like he's he's being held to a, a to a crazy uh, standard for sanitation, and he's meeting it. Soapy water for those. N- no, things. well, there's. Oh, trust me, my my documentary is going to have plenty of cow porn. You know, there's yeah. going to be cow boobs and things of that nature. Yeah, it's going to be being fun. squoused. So, oh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's utter, utter, utter fun. Utter fun. It's utterly fun. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> so yeah, isn't it amazing though? I don't know how it was on the on the on the farm you were at with him. Yeah. Uh, but I've been a, a, into a few farms when I was still a uh, commercial photographer, and um, I, 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 I found it highly uh, educating, all the stuff that they do have to go through and how cool the cows are, at least with these. These are um, small producers in Wisconsin, and the cows would come in in order oh, every yes. day. The same cow same. goes first. Right. There's like a queen a pe- of the herd right. kind of thing. It's serious. And they, no, all, they, they all know And they all know order. who the who's goes first. Yeah, they have a pecking order. It's just like chickens and other critters. I mean, it's but, like – and goats. Our dairy goats. Yeah. There's a pecking order. We, we right. know when it's time to milk, they line up based right. on who goes first and who goes right. next and who goes last. I mean, so they know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I totally get it. It's like cows; but they that get was it. Amazing, they, and then they, yeah. you know, the the 
again, like you said, the uh, the the detail that they have to go through cleaning the udders, uh, hosing them, soaping them up, uh, you know, and then rinsing them off with warm water. And it was a when I was photographing this, it was a cold morning, and the steam was just kind of whiffing up from cleaning their utter side because yeah. they're just out in the in the grass or the mud or whatever wherever they're at right and they need to be cleaned up before they can be put on the machine the machine's all sterilized and they just you know oh plop you know, on the, uh, we, the we filmed and, them prepping the udders and right. and so you're watching like i said it's it's rife with porn there's yeah. it's a it's cow pornography and uh so if you're into that sort of thing um i will i will try and make sure that my film ends up uh linked gonna, on the website are you going to pop these on the tube on youtube yeah yeah well actually i put them up on vimeo uh which is another video site um but yeah, it's they, they'll be made available for for folks. To watch. I want to see. I've never seen any of your films. You so haven't need, seen any of my no. films. Well, then you clearly have not spent any time at all on my Facebook page. No, I have not. I see. I have not spent any I, time on my own Facebook yeah, page, let uh, alone yours. There's that point. <laughs> um, I will apparently have to email it to you. But yes, yeah, it is uh, actually. You know, I'm going to write you, you a note. If you go down to Vimeo and you search on um, tickle we, tickle war how, tickle war tickle war, I'm just saying tickle war. If you search that. At Vimeo, you'll see my film. Now we're talking Vim. How are we spelling Vimeo? dot com. Vimeo. Oh, I have heard of that. Oh, I know you have. All right. So, uh, but yeah. Tickle War. And my second film, I actually have not released yet. Oh gosh. Because I'm getting it. I'm and and of course, it's part of it is is, is uh, that I'm I'm working on with a musician on getting it scored. Oh, oh. So and it's yeah. sitting him down and uh, well, out. and and I mean, I haven't. I have to violin. Do, I have to do some tweaks and 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 then uh, provide him the violin and accordion music. No, not violin. I hope it's not <laughs> violin and accordion music, but at the same time, drums and a flute. Uh, no, um, a guitar and a uh, organ. You know the 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 canned score that I ended up using for when I actually screened it to yeah. my to my classmates was um, a piano. Yeah. So it was basically like a piano and maybe some uh, light orchestra. The penis sort of that you are. The penis, yes. So. Uh, Anyhow, that's but that, I mean, so I've got. I'm I'm, I'm really looking yeah, forward to seeing yeah. what you've done. And then once I finish my documentary, I'm going to be apparently working on a commercial. Nice. So yeah. Be, so the, another paying video. gig? No, no, no. These this are, is these are all oh. parts of the curriculum. Oh, well. so yeah, no. This is. I'm I'm doing no paying gigs right now. No, but well, how did that the, that when you did the music for or the uh, you were the sound guy for the movie? You did a sound thing for a movie like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. Yeah, I was I. I've actually been kind of doing. I've been helping out on other productions. Right, is really what a lot of it's. Now, been, is that, so. are these from students? Then? Yeah, these are other student productions. I mean, yeah. there's there's been uh, uh, there there's a uh, a film uh, a feature uh, indie feature film that I'll be working on um, sometime later this spring. But cool. Yeah, I don't. I've, that's not going to pay like a ton of money. Yeah. You know, the, the trick to making money in films, I found out what it is. Yeah. Is you need to be the producer. Sure. Yeah. You need to have the <laughs> if money you wanna, yeah. to make the money. Well, it's not just that, but it's also, you know, you need to be making the deals and that's how you make the money. Sure. It's like, so if you're selling, if you're, your directors can make a living at this stuff too. But, yeah. Well, but realistically, again, it's, it's producers and directors are the people that primarily make right. a lot of money. It's, maybe, maybe actors, maybe not. 
It's the wineries that are making the money, not the winemaker and not the grape growers. And not the grape growers. No, it is the wineries that are doing this. The head winery. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go to the top. So, yeah. Anyhow, that's uh, the raw milk thing. It has plenty of parallels to the wine industry. And so that's – I've kind of found that that's what makes it interesting for me is is finding, oh, they deal with a lot of the same sorts of of, uh, kind of mindless – yeah, mindless Mindless stuff that we do. No. So – Cool. Yeah, I think actually with that, I think it's time to take a little break. You want to do it now? Yeah. Well, well, you know, half a minute. Yeah, sure. What the heck? Or you can just watch it count down. Oh, brother. This Kaz Randy and uh, minus the X, he's up in uh, uh, fun. He's up with uh, his his girlfriend in beautiful, 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 beautiful. All right, no, she is beautiful. There, but see, Ranch having, having some fun times, uh, and uh, we'll see them back next week. Anyway, this is Kaz Randy and X here on Wine Biz Radio, and uh, listen to these words, and I promise you, we will be right back. for another cornerstone moment oh yeah this week Kaz talks with Craig Camp and Jeff Keen of Cornerstone Sellers about who inspires them uh, everybody looks up to uh, somebody in the business for one reason or another uh, I'm going to ask both of you so I'll give Jeff a little extra free time on here to think about this one but uh, Craig who do you look up to or what winery have you well, in, in Napa, I, I really admire Kathy Corison. I think that uh, she has gone on for several decades really uh, uh, adhering to what she believes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's made wines for herself, even when it was the type of wine she w- was making was not very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Now it seems to be coming back into to style. Sure. But I, I've always admired her uh, integrity, uh, focus, and uh, the willing willingness to do what she believes in. Jeff? Uh, same question. You know, who do you look up to in the wine business? Doesn't have to be a specific person or a winery. Either one. Well, it is a, a specific person. Uh, Michael Havens. Um, I actually started out my winemaking career at Havens Wine Cellars. Learned my winemaking at Havens Wine Cellars. Nice. And uh, Michael is a, you know, he's a pioneer of uh, Merlot, Cab Franc, and Syrah in a cool climate area down mm-hmm. in Caneros. Right. Um, again, wines that um, he loves to drink, he loves to make, very acid-driven, very lifted, um, and very food-friendly wines. And that's who I respect and let my uh, winemaking from. You can find Cornerstone and Stepping Stone wines online at cornerstonecellars.com. You can visit their tasting room in downtown Yountville, California, or you can find them at fine restaurants and retailers. Look them up on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And those are our friends at Cornerstone Sellers. Brandy. Yes. I think we need to talk about this wine, this this new wine guy. This wine industry network? This wine industry Network wine kind industry of guy. network. You know what's cool about wine industry network is that it is a it's a it's a it's a live directory. No way. Yes, it is a way for uh, both you know uh, wine industry buyers, like people that want yes. to buy either products or services. And let me guess, I wine. bet they want to network together they, to figure out what to do. Exactly. God but, darn. I know you're just so smart that way. I am. But I want to say that uh, uh, it's it's what's 
what's cool is you know there are other there are other publications that come out on a, on sure. a more or less annual basis. Yes, that are a directory of suppliers. But that, that takes that, a whole year to get that, that takes information. takes a whole year for that information to really get updated. I bet this information is alive. This information is live. And what's really cool about it is that if you are interested in connecting to folks that want to that that are you know purchasers sure. for the wine industry. You can you can actually go in there, you you are able to create a profile for yourself. If you created yourself an account um, for your business on Wine Industry Network, you can go in there and you can create uh, little news updates that basically get dropped into this newsletter. It's called Link. The Link. And this thing is uh, it's terribly useful. And it's and it's targeted for just just the 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 category of buyers that that I, are interested I, I, in finding your thing. The link. You already get the link. I, I get know. the link. So do you have the link right here? Um, you know what? I, you don't. I don't today. Oh, but you know what? Next demerit. week I will bring you next, next week. You link. I will so, link you, you know, up. The the trick is that you go to wineindustrynetwork.com. You can actually sign up for if you're a buyer. You go to sign sign up for this this uh, weekly newsletter. And if you're a wine deep, and, uh, a and wine you, weirdo like me, yeah, if you're the, if if you're if you're in the industry, you're a winery, sure. or you are a you know create a profile. You can create a, you can create yourself a profile, sure. and then you can start blasting out information to uh, other folks who can then buy your service or product. And I think it's super cool. It so is super cool. Go down, uh, check them out. Wineindustrynetwork.com for more details. Those are our friends at Wine Industry Network. Hey, this is Joe Roberts with OneWineDude.com. You're listening to Kaz and Randy on Wine Biz Radio, and they're probably drunk. Oh. Did you hear that Joe Roberts has some news? No. He's, yeah. pre- he's pregnant. No, oh. he's not pregnant. Oh. But, but. Uh, he is actually freelancing for Playboy.com. Get out. I am not getting out. I am staying right where I'm Are at. Are you? Yes. Oh. Welcome okay. back, everybody. WineBizRadio.com with Kaz, Randy, Next X is nowhere in sight. And Joe Roberts. And Joe Roberts, yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, the guy that you just heard at the top of this show, he's now doing freelance whiting for the Playboy. Whiting? He's doing freelance whiting. Freelance whiting, <laughs> freelance writing Thank for you, bugs. Playboy.com. Wow. Not, the, not the paper magazine, but... Right. Uh, the online magazine, um, the online site. Now, what does he know about stuff? Well, what does he know? About? He knows a f- he knows a fair bit about wine. Oh, oh but he's... I think I think most importantly is that he's he's got kind of a wise ass style. Ah. His writing style so totally perfect. When I heard that he was going to write for Playboy.com, nice. I said you could not have picked a better person. Well, actually, nice. no. Yeah. The only person they could have picked that would have been probably more appropriate. Uh, would have been Hardy Wallace. Yeah, Hardy Wallace could speak to Playboy, you know, <laughs> readers. But Joe Roberts definitely is in there too. Joe, yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. so he brings an East good Coast guy. sensibility to it. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so no, definitely, he's a good man. And I didn't mean in the wine industry type stuff. I know he knows a lot about that. But I was referring to ladies. Oh, ladies! Yeah. I I have no idea what his uh, what his ladies. But he's going to have. Some. But I'm, I'm I told him <laughs> I I expect to see photos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's see. Whenever see or or, or invites if he gets invites to the you know the mansion, huh? Let's be like, just throw some down for his friends at Wine Biz Radio. Yeah, we'll right. just let's we'll see what he's up to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there, oh, brother. Uh, we're gonna go uh, talk a little bit more about uh, some of the stuff uh, and peoples that I met at the uh, Canvas event over in Nepal. Again, about a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was Napa Style, the culinary program and experiences of uh, food and uh, food and fun. 
and they they do a heck of a nice job of all kinds of stuff um pairing different food recipes and preparing foods and just uh it's a great shop and they have all kinds of things over there so you can go to their website and they're 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 kind of going to have some they have recipes for a romantic evening and that was just know, in case you're needing one. Just in case you're needing one, since you you, you might have messed up this last week for uh, <laughs> not yeah. giving your other. You, you didn't you didn't take care of them on Va- on Valentine's Day, and day, so yeah. here you are. So it's you Friday, go, and it's time to make up. So you want to go to NapaStyle dot uh, NapaStyle dot com, and check out food, wine, and culinary classes that they have going, uh, and uh, you know learn learn to pamper yourself and your uh, and your significant other. Anyway, they're going to be on the show talking about their products. Um, another friend of mine uh, was at this gig, uh, Wine Country This Week. Mr. Mike, the uh, publisher and owner of Wine Country This Week, was there and uh, making the rounds between um, the restaurants and the wine people in the room. And uh, he's got a great publication. How many people were there? Uh, there was probably there a couple was hundred, about forty. No, there was about eighty people because there was people? forty oh, tables. Okay. So about forty tables. Uh, that's not bad, though. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, good selection of a like, uh, couple hundred. Yeah, if, it felt like it at times when the, we're doing the speed speed uh, dating thing around. Uh, you know, having people come up and just people you didn't know to twelve people in an hour come wow. up to you, talk to you about your stuff, and then you talk to them. You know, say, so yeah, two and a half minutes to talk to them about your stuff, and two and a half minutes Really? To so that's literally how they laid it out? Yeah, it was great. Oh, it was just like, like speed, speed tasting, yeah, the tasting so thing yeah. we did at Bloggers Conference. Sure, 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 yeah. Fun stuff. Very fun. A couple well, wine- you do a ton of networking that way, I'll bet you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I have all these cards and brochures and stuff in front of me. Uh, I'm going to name off a couple other rest- uh, uh, not restaurants, but uh, wineries that were there. Summit Lake Vineyard and Winery was there. Uh, they're up on Howell Mountain, and it's uh, Summit. Did I say summer? Anyway, it's Summit Lake, S-U-M-M-I-T, Lake Vineyards and Winery. And that vineyards is with an S. And just leave the winery off. It's just summitlakevineyards.com to get to them. Uh, fun wines are about, they do about 3,000 cases, I believe. Um, somewhere in that range. Very nice, very nice uh it was really fun to have tried some of their wines. Cool. Uh, another one is uh, Petroni, P-E-T-R-O-N-I. And they, too, do about 5,000 cases or so, I believe. Um, and that's www.petroni, P-E-T-R-O-N-I, vineyards, again with the S, dot com. Uh, fun stuff. They want to be on the show. So what we're going to do is they're going to uh, either submit a bottle to us of what any anything oh, yeah? they want. We're going to kind of talk about it and talk to them live as we're kind of sniffing and smelling. And uh, and then you we'll, want to talk to them here, or you want to talk to them over the Skype? They can. They, they can spike. We can Skype do it any which way they like. Whatever way, whatever you know, it's easier yeah. to arrange on their schedules. Yeah. Um, but uh, super nice people. Uh, I'll give one more out that uh, was there as B sellers, as in the letter B. They definitely do five thousand cases they've only been open for 15 months so these are the new new oh so these guys are definitely like hey we're new to the neighborhood yeah so they really want to know what's going on and they're on the calistoga or they're in calistoga on the silverado trail so they're on the backside. probably with their address uh they're probably really close to uh dutch henry yeah okay Uh, just well they're up way north on the trail that's basically right Right, right about where it ends. So, again, and that was B Sellers, and you can get to them by B Sellers with an S dot com. Um, so, anyway, I think that's uh, 
probably good for this segment. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> as yeah. far as uh, vineyard stuff, uh, there's nothing to report. Uh, we haven't nah, been doing should, anything. There to, shouldn't be anything to report because no, not much is happening. No. I've noticed, uh, when I was in San Francisco, I noticed that the cherry trees are starting to bloom already yeah. in February. Yeah. Good Lord. Things are really way accelerated. I mean, it seems like everything's going to be ahead. And then what's I'm, I, what my biggest, my biggest worry is that it's gonna, we're going to hit a cold snap in March and everybody's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Damn it. So, so we're, it's, yeah, we got to plan ahead a little bit here because the weather is definitely geared. Not being your friend right now. Because no. the days are getting a little longer. Yep. And if they stay warm... Yeah, we're in trouble. It's going to be everyone's going to start pushing and it's going to get ugly. Well, fast. I told told Christoph I was uh, actually out in the vineyard pruning, excuse me, a week ago and sure enough as I was cutting there was a lot of moisture movement. A lot of weeping, huh? A lot of weeping through yes. the vines. So it's That's not good cuz yeah. that means the vines they are not dormant. Yeah, they're yeah. running. They're, they're running they're and they're to... going to push the buds up. Yep. And, and then we're in deep, oh boy. deep duty. So it's going to be another fun year of growing. Fun year of growing. So just hope that uh, La Nina holds and we don't get any water or any cold or anything at all. And, and it just. So, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's now a uh, climate scientist in Germany who basically is saying that it's all because of the sun and not because of, of humans that global warming's happening. Well, I could have told him that. Oh, there you go. No, I've. I've I mean, that's my opinion from day one. But that it's not carbon dioxide. It's well, not it's only gases. being it's being created by the sun, though, because we're the sun is throwing off uh, solar flares again. Yes, they're saying that its magnetic field is weaker than usual, and that's because there's, so there's more cosmic rays hitting the yes. Earth, and that's causing more clouds, and it's yes. cooling. And so, yeah, I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. That, that's my theory. That's I mean that that is a little bit of uh, and I will say I'm I'm open to this, but it seems a lot like the whole Galileo Earth is not actually the center of the universe kind of talk. Well, so it it's like I know. So that's like wow. That's that's a paradigm shift of that a lot of people are going to look at and go the, really yeah. But this the thing is that this guy was drank the drank the climate Kool Aid for a long time and was basically all about no no it's greenhouse gases and all of this stuff and then he kind of has turned to this so either he's gone completely nutso yeah, like me or uh, yeah. i would definitely say that you've gone completely nutso yeah. but uh he's either done that or he's he's you know he's galileo yeah. and he's gonna have to try and convince the church of 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 climate change yeah. that it's not because of what we think it's well, because it's, of it's kind of interesting and i think if he follows it a little bit too uh the, the cycle that the sun is in right now which is a it's basically like i i believe it's this one cycle of the uh of all the solar flares is a 28 year cycle and there have been no real solar flares over the last 20 years um and what's happened be, pr- even prior to that when i was in junior college i had an astronomy class and this is where i got my basis from on all this stuff and why i think it is more of the solar thing going on is that um all of the the polar caps of all the planets have been lessening in size for the last 50 years not just earth not just earth oh. and it's hitting earth you know a little bit more now than before but if you look at how the glaciers on the earth have been disappearing anyway for quite a while i mean it's 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 even beyond that 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 you know it's been, they've been going sure they're shrinking and going you know there's not that much so, so the the real so. question is uh is it just that you can blame the whole thing on the sun and that we are just passengers on the big blue marble and yep. that there's nothing that we're <laughs> going to be able to do 
for or against. Nope. But and that you know greenhouse gases have zero to do with this, and so we're, we're not all, zero again. The greenhouse okay, gases. Okay, so then so but that solar. but the way that it's being put together is that it's being kind of sold as. You know, we don't have to change our behavior. It's all because of the sun, and we're blameless. No, no, no. We can we can always do better. I mean, we we have the things that we have changed on the Earth uh, since I've been around, especially as a kid to now, is smog. We ba- it, it, smog used to be created by man's pollution o- only by so man's heavy pollution. particles in the atmosphere sure. caused by soot and other things like that. That's that's the yeah. That's we, what we need to to really be addressing. Not so much the CO two. Eh, it's just a. It's, no, it's just. I mean, it, everything does a little bit. The 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 makeup of the of a human being and the footprint that we have on on our little part of the earth seems big to us, but we're only the ants. And in in a world of much That's much more much bigger, larger than we are, much 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 much, much more much sophisticated bigger. than we can. It's like probably. when the volcanoes go off and stuff. Sure, they're going to throw the, the biggest ones there, especially in the Philippines. There's one going off right now that's sending dust and all kinds of stuff around, and it'll go around the Earth. And the and the big uh, tsunami that hit Japan, and we finally got that blast of wave of of trash that you know is washing up on the beaches of California and Oregon and Washington right now. Those things, those are effects of you know uh, bigger things than just us. You know, we're we're all those little trash pieces, you know, that's floating across the uh, the ocean. But uh, yeah. So okay, but so uh, it's a cycle of the earth. Climate change is happening. People, there, there are people that are saying that climate change is not happening. The good thing, the good thing about all this, let me just so, say one thing. The good thing right. about this is that, and and it really, the one that brought it to everybody's more visual attention to it was uh, Mr. Gore. Yeah, yeah, the whole inconvenient truth thing. Yeah, but and, and but he was kind of that's that's back to the 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 greenhouse gas Kool Aid, yeah. you know, and that it's fossil fuel use and greenhouse gases that are causing the problem. Right. But so it, it you can so you can say that okay maybe it's maybe it's a combination of the two maybe the solar influence is way way more it is than more. Yep. than what what humans uh, the human impacts are but the human impact is real too but it doesn't change the fact that climate is changing and yeah. we got and there's nothing we can do about it so what are we gonna I mean are we all just gonna be like screaming no, screaming into the void I mean it's like we <laughs> here you know ride the ride the nuke as we you know well, you, you saw Superman one right yeah. And remember just, how the planet? He had to, he had to, you know, just fly around the planet really fast. No, until no, he goes no, no. But, but that was that was that was even later. This oh. is when he came to Earth. Oh, I see. When he left, when he left Krypton, Krypton, and and Krypton basically destroyed itself. It it, it just imploded. Oh, so on you're itself. saying that that's what we're getting to look forward to? That's that's well, which is December. So we need to send one, one survivor. Right? Oh, see, there you go. We need to send one survivor <laughs> off to some other planet to that's become right. Superman. Yeah, that's right. Got it. All right. right. So and he could be a Superman. He could be. You never know. JC. Um, <laughs> anyway, there was uh, one other, uh, not just one other, but a uh, a, uh, a, a, a a groupette, uh, two people. A groupette? Yes. They are the Illumination Hospitality Group. Uh, these these folks, what they their service that they have, uh, the Director of Hospitality and Training, was basically training your staff. You know, they, they, this uh, again, we're two people that were training, that want to train the staff of the wineries to do a better job of what they do and really have knowledge of what they do and what why they're doing things. Um, and it's just illuminating the staff that you have. So you take, you have these, uh, these people come in and they'll do a training session to your staff. 
and really we teach the art of superior customer service. Yes, because it really is lacking in a lot of wineries, and a lot of people just don't. You think? Yeah, a lot of people just don't have the. I would suggest though that uh, there are a lot of people doing hospitality quite well. Oh sure, 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 and they've had classes or and yeah. or they've and we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I mean hospitality, gentleman. guys. Hospitality is not something you're born to. Okay? No, not at all. I mean it's a skill like any other. That's you, right. you learn it. But you Miss know? Miss Pamela uh, and uh, and her partner will definitely come and, and talk to uh, wineries and uh, especially like new wineries just starting out. It's it's just like imperative that you find out a little bit more information than you may, than you may know. Are we are we going to have them on the show too? Yes, yes of course. So they're going to illuminate us. Everybody's going to be on the show. Hospitality. It's be a big big love in. It's, it's going to be a big love in. So okay. again, it's uh, it's that. Illumination Hospitality Group. And if you don't get all of these names, don't worry, because apparently we're going to interview all these people. So, uh, anyhow, I want to go back and bookend the, the, because we're coming up on a break, Uh, I want to bookend the conversation about the whole the climate change, is that that we're in for another interesting growing year, in California at least, and uh, so hold tight, you know, hang tight everyone, it's going to be great fun. Yeah. Woohoo! Can hardly wait. All right. Uh, hey, it's time to take a break. So uh, you are listening to WineBizRadio.com with Kaz, Randy, and X. Uh, X is off. He's exited. He's exited. And uh, we're going to exit for just a few minutes. And uh, we'll be right back after you listen to this. Time for another Cornerstone Moment. Oh, yeah. This week, Kaz talks with Craig Camp and Jeff Keen of Cornerstone Sellers about their philosophy behind what they do. Craig, we, we got to talk a little bit about philosophy. Hit us. Well, it, we've been transitioning the last uh, three years, the three vintages. Uh, it's been our goal to move to a more acid-driven brighter more lifted style of wine throughout the portfolio not just in our in our whites but in our our cabernets uh it's our belief that this style of wine can more accurately show to use the french term terroir sure which i i think has been missing from napa wine from for a long time and maybe a lot of other california wines uh when you take wines to certain extremes of ripeness, you lose the vineyard character. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, our goal is very simple. And in, in each wine, we want to show what I call the three V's, the vintage, the variety, and uh, the vineyard. So, uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about your philosophy of making wine itself and how you want to interplay that with uh, all these wines? Well, very simply, um, throughout my winemaking career, I've really wanted to just my wines to reflect the site and the appellation that they come from. And quite simply, I want to make wines that I love to drink. That's all I can say. (laughs) That says it all right there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's important. I think there's a lot of people that have made wines uh, perhaps for others, uh, uh, particularly journalists often, and they're not the wines that they themselves would choose to drink on a daily basis. And and for us, I mean, that right right away when we when we started uh, this voyage uh, with these wines, we sat down and we had lunch and said, "Well, you know, our first rule has is, is that we both have to love to drink these wines every day. Otherwise, we're not going to make them." Uh, so, uh, Craig, how many cases are you guys up to in full production these days? And I'll, 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 let's go. Uh, we'll take them each at a time. 
on Cornerstone. Or both of you take a crack at it, whatever. Cornerstone, how many uh, cases are we putting out about right now annually? Well, the total production is about ten thousand cases. Okay. Two thirds of that is is stepping stone. Okay, but it's not. We're not. You know, they're not all selected in advance for where they're going. Uh, especially in the Cabernet program, anything would potentially be able to go into any blend anywhere, and in fact, does. And so, so you know, that lets the vintage really decide where the wines are going sure. in the blending process. You can find Cornerstone and Stepping Stone wines online at cornerstonecellars.com. You can visit their tasting room in downtown Yountville, California, or you can find them at fine restaurants and retailers. Look them up on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And those are our friends at Cornerstone Cellars. Hey, this is Shanna Ray and Nicole Bacigalupi, and you're with Wine Biz Radio with Randy, Kaz, and X. <laughs> 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 oh, those girls are so much fun. They crack you up. They do. And I think I did them as well. Um, this is Cast Randy and X here on Wine Biz Radio, and we're just having a fun time talking about all kinds everything. of stuff. Everything. Everything. Uh, Apparently, the earth. We're, we're go- we've, we've, en- we've encompassed the earth and the sun today That's as right. part of our program. I'm a sun worshiper. You're a uh, gastronomical uh, expertise yes. person. I, I you love, believe in the I gas. I love the food. You love the I gas. I love the food and the gas it produces. That's right. You're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that has caused this multitude of bad weather. That's right. It's um, my greenhouse gas, baby. There's a bunch of other wine competitions going on. We've, I've, I've, is it I've tis the off. season for wine competitions? Huh? It is. It is indeed. And the competition takes place uh, for this one, March 3rd and 4th. All entries will be due now. Yeah, send I was saying, yeah, send them in ASAP because yes, March 3rd and 4th is... Not that far away. Yeah. So this is, uh, it actually closes Where on is this? 18th. Uh, this one is actually the Monterey Wine Competition. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Salinas if Fair. You, if you're hearing about this now, it's almost too late. Or it so is too late. Probably is hurry too late. over. Yeah, hurry over. All right. uh, for information from those guys, though, you can always go to uh, the Salinas Valley Fair or the Monterey Wine Competition. Here's a question. For Here's wine competitions, do the general public get to show up and drink the wine? Uh, they can after the wines have been after the wines have been judged. Judged, and okay. they usually have a a really nice, especially the Orange County Fair has a, a great uh, wine garden, and they have uh, the winery every day. The kind of the wines change off. They try and do uh, usually about the first week of the 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 opening of a fair. They'll have the or it depends on how long the fair is. They'll have the gold medal winners, then the next couple of days they'll have the silver medal winners, and then the bronze medal and then, winners. Oh, and then all the, the rest. All the rest. Um, so that's kind of fun because you can really taste. And, and they mix it up at, at every different fair. Um, but you can go to this one, uh, MontereyWineCompetition.com, to find out who won at that competition last year. Yeah, and Monterey is not that far off. So yeah. And, yeah, and they make a lot of wine out there. And then there's the they do they do uh, this is one that's already done um, <laughs> so let's talk about it anyway well we will because this is the San Diego International Wine Competition down in Southern California it says it's March called, 10th and 11th 
Well, that's when the competition. I mean, that's when the competition is. But oh, the, but the the, the entries call, are the way, entry, way, yeah, yeah, way, it's way past, way past. So uh, it's it's a darn 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 done deal. But you can check it out. Right. But once again, if you're in, if you are or visiting or around that area, San you Diego. can. Uh, you can possibly go try some of that. Try some of the wines that did well. Yeah, that's right. And you'll find out about more on that stuff at SD. That would be for San Diego. Wine competition at yahoo.com. That's uh, that's not their... You mean thing. there's still people that use Yahoo email? I'm just kidding. No, no, check it out. That's not the one that we really want to send people to. We want to actually go to... And you know what? Check this out. What? Uh, you can enter online on Vintank. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm serious. Really? Yeah. Let me see. So that's to enter the competition. Uh, look, look on there and see if you can find the uh, where to uh, find where to more information on the uh, wine company. Probably the San Diego International Wine Competition to get you. If you Google that, you'll. Well, no, it's, it looks like sdiwc.com is the site for the wine competition. So I would check that out if you're interested in finding out some more. And that would be a good thing. Yeah. Um, where does it say Vintank? On that one thing down here, send the entries on Vintank. Right. Really? See? Really? Yeah, keep looking. You'll I'm see looking. it. All right. While you're looking, I'm going to talk to you about, uh, oh, let's see here. They've got all kinds of, there's a marketing plan out that Sonoma County did, their annual report uh, from from last year, and this is the marketing plan for this year, which is always a fun Boy, thing. that sounds like just <clears throat> what an awesome, you know. Yeah, and this is put out by the Sonoma County Tourism Bureau, which is, uh, they, they do a lot of, I think, a lot of good in our in our neck of the woods. Uh, Inside-Sonoma.com, or the minus sign, not an underscore. Uh, so that's Inside-Sonoma.com to find out stuff, or you can always go to SonomaCounty.com to find out all kinds of different things that our county is putting on and, and doing. Um but there, there's all kinds of graphs and charts and stuff about revenues and resources and allocations and all And why would of, anybody want to want, want to look at that? Well, to find out what the heck's going on in our neck of the woods. We're actually a, a city that has has some graphs and and, and things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Vintank here, dude. Oh man, you're smoking it. Apparently. All right, so I'm just saying uh, I don't see it. I know because it's because you're you're blind, dull, and dumber. Third one right there in the bottom corner. Um, oh, well, the other one is go. the thirty uh, first Riverside International Wine Competition. Uh, that's May eighth through the tenth. Uh, Dan Berger is putting that one on, and that's that's a biggie out uh, the Riverside International Wine Competition. Uh, the the fun thing to go to in all these competitions is actually to go to see what the judges thought was the number one wine in the tasting that they did in that uh, in that tasting. Uh, and comparing them with some of the other ones because the big boys enter all of them, and the smaller you are, the fewer that you're in. Well, sure, because you don't have as much to offer. We don't have the volume yeah, to put exactly. up with this stuff. This this list is absolutely incredible. There's grapes in here that that who who knows where the heck they even came up with the names for these things. They even have Marcel Foch in here. I mean, it's just crazy all of the the wines that he has. Um, and I guess that's because it is the international wine competition. It's got wines from all over northern and southern uh, the United States, all, all over the place. Let's see if they have Lenoir. Nope, they don't have that. They don't have it under its various other names? Uh, Black Spanish. Uh, it's not under Black Spanish. And then... Um, Was there an N-word? Or? There's No, the other one is... Of, uh, 
Uh, Jacquez. Uh, Jacquez. Jacquez. And it's not under that either. Uh, that seems like the least likely name for it to be under. I think I should enter one of those, and then they'll, that'll be in the other. And then they'll be like, other. Other. Until there's at least two. And then, uh, and then suddenly there'll be a category. There'll be a category. But, yeah, uh, convince some stuff. of your uh, Texas friends to. Uh, I know I should do that. To uh, do that, and I'm going to talk to. What's the deadline on that one? Is it? Say, uh, it's in May, so I would think the deadline's a little ways April-ish. off still. Yeah, it's probably late March. And Let's here's another out. one. Boy, look at you! I know I got these all in. Uh, in fact, it says do not ship wine before February 21st. So, so yeah. there you go. So there's plenty of time for that one. How about the U.S. National Wine Competition? And um, I'm trying to find out where the heck this one even is. I've never heard of this one at all. Really? Nope. Have Boy, you? I have not. U.S. No. National Wine but Competition. But I don't, I don't follow wine competitions that closely. Deadline so is why. February 29th. Judging is April 9th through the 12th. For questions, go to 800-535-5670 or go to uh, – that's not a website – I'm sorry. <laughs> Just for details. Nice. So I'll send them to you, I guess. Um, no, I guess it could be. It's VWM and then the hyphen uh, online.com forward slash USNWC. Yeah. So for the uh, Riverside International Wine Competition, they say their uh, deadlines to receive entries is April 9th. So this has, so this has this Thomas Jefferson thing in there. So I'm thinking this is a Virginia thing. Yeah? Uh, back in those neck of the woods because... Back east. That's just Sonoma Street. You can send off competition. Anyway, um, you uh, look me, at that I'll, one. I'll take a look at this one. While you're looking at that one, I'll give off uh, another kind of thing. If you want the highest-end limo ride that you could possibly have in your entire existence and pay, I'm sure, a hefty amount for it, but really go to the places... Uh, RLM Executive Limo and Sedan. You want to talk to uh, or just he's the VP of Marketing is Richard, uh, nice guy, super nice guy, and he's got all the high end machines to take you around. So if you really want to impress uh, that client or somebody, go to RLMExecutive.com and uh, really see what uh, Mercedes Benz Living is all about and. Uh, They'll take yeah, you so no, this is this is uh, this is happening in Sonoma. Is it? Yes, this uh, the U.S. National Wine Competition is happening in Sonoma because basically where you ship your wine is on Eighth Street. That's East. what I saw. So that it's, over it's to Sonoma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where the, that's where they're warehousing the wine. It's got to be within what twenty miles of that. I mean, they yeah. wouldn't. You, otherwise, you're shipping it. And so, you know, yeah, so it's going to be instant. I would guess it's probably going to be happening somewhere. Oh, wait a minute. Look at the back of that. Does it say Vineyard Management Magazine or something? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. They're the the people who are uh, putting it on. So the people you pay is Vineyard Winery Management Magazine. There you go. And uh, so, yeah. But they don't tell you where it's happening. How weird. Huh. Yeah. It's It's probably happening in the warehouse. It could be. (laughs) It could be just as... uh, That might be illegal there. Um, (laughs) Another fun, fun thing is to go talk to Tom Bold. He's from Back... Roads, Wine, and Nature Adventures. And he'll take you all over not only California, but Hawaii. So he's a dude that can really set you up with all kinds of uh, fun things, those unique wines, natural ramblings, explore hidden backyard places, simply find fine wine in a medieval Tuscan war castle, uh, and then those Hawaiian travel adventures. Anyway, bold backyards at gmail.com I don't even think he has does he have a website he must have one yes he does um, meetup well, that's interesting 
Uh, so it's uh, www.meetup.com forward slash backroads wine and adventure nature adventures. Oh, Holy good God. moly. That is this one. That's a, that's a long URL. Wow. I'm saying. Yeah, that's, Just saying. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of nutty. But that meetup, that's interesting. Um, and it's do where, and I know we do want to talk to you about meeting up. Oh, I would imagine he won't talk about meeting up. Um, and then we're going to have on some restaurant type peoples um, and some caterers. Coming yeah, we up. need to we need to really reach out to uh, some, some different some areas of here. the trade. We yeah, we need we need food in here. We need people bringing food and going like, "Hey, taste my food." Taste my like, food. Well, once you get you know this place cleaned up just a little just bit, just a more, little bit more. It's getting you know, there. It's, it's getting, getting there. there. You notice I'm 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 putting decorative lighting. Yeah, up and that's all nice. Sorts of, the, yeah. the the you bought the big stream of the uh, big string of uh, of lights, light, rope rope lights, lights. that go all <laughs> around the room, and uh, it's very nice. Your kids probably are like loving it. Oh yeah. Well, you know when you turn off the the these overheads, it, it's 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 a nice little yeah, it's, you know it's brown, a cozy brown chicken brown cow kind of lighting and to uh, watch the big movie, watch the movie, or or even work on my my little computer oh. oh yes now that computer is going to go in the other room yeah 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 i'm working on that yeah so next to the beer next so to the we'll beer never fridge. Get, we'll never get <laughs> we'll, we'll no. never get you or x out of that room i know over there. that's that's the goal man i can just lean over open the fridge up pull something no, out close it you know with scary. my foot or my elbow or something yeah. and, and just keep or going. something or something or something all right all right so, I don't know that I, I don't know that uh, refrigerators and anything having to do with sex really does it for me. I don't no, know. I just no. don't think that's the case. No, that's because you're frigid. I think it's a cave dwelling, especially that. Yeah. Th- if there was anything that looked like a cave, it's that closet over there. Yeah, it's true. So anyhow, all right. Uh, so here we are. Here we no are. paper left. <laughs> nothing to talk about. Well, I'll just pull out one more thing. One more thing. Sure. I'm sorry. The reason why we're done with nothing to say is this show was not brought to you by any wine. So yeah, there's no wine today, which is to, really disappointing. No, and you the, said you were going to bring wine. Well, I know you lied. I did because you, I came from the you other came from the other, the other coast. Yeah, I came from Bodega Bay. Which uh, well, since we don't got to talk about that, we'll talk about family. How's uh, how's the new? How's the oh, new, yeah. new? I have a new newcomer. grandson. I have a new little grandson. Uh, He's doing fine. He's eight pounds, and uh, he came and out eight pounds. Eight pounds. Holy Toledo! Yeah, right out of the uh, the womb, and then uh, right into a new womb. Uh, well, all right, then. <laughs> from one to another. And he he's uh, just weighed in at um, eight and a half pounds, so he's gained a couple pounds. He, you know, they lose a they lose a little six, bit in the first few days, six ounces, and, and then they yeah. gained a whole pound back. So yeah, and now he's on the now he's, he's on the now he's on the pack it on yeah. phase. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, get, he was a little Jonas. So San, uh, oh, okay. Sandy and so. Kristen and myself, we kind of put him out in the sun every now yep, and then to get yep. him, let him absorb a little bit of that D get a rays, bit of that vitamin D stuff. Going. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have a little uh, light over him every now and then, just to uh, to kind of clear up that yellow stuff. And did you know that it actually starts in the head, and that's why it yeah. shows up more for some reason. It starts there, and then it'll kind of go into your whole throughout. body, yeah, and it kind of weird. even sets in your eyes, yep. your nice little yellow eyes and stuff. The whites are yellow, so um, it's know, not a great thing. But I mean, it's it's oh, there's, there's worse things. There's worse things. There's worse there's things, much out there. things out there. Yes. Yeah, especially when he's going to have his uh, little. Uh, his little man unit kind of circumcised. Um, they didn't do it in the hospital because... Uh, uh, they don't do it there? Well, they didn't because they're waiting on the blood problem that my, my family faces. Uh, I have mild hemophilia. Oh, lovely. And uh, his brother has the same kind of uh, same. bad thing that I have. So, uh, ah. you know, it... Uh, 
uh, we have to wait a few more days. To have I think that. that's a perfect uh, opportunity to close the show. I, yeah. I think uh, starting to talk about that sort of stuff is like. <laughs> so now that you haven't had dinner, what kind of wine are you going to have with your dinner tonight? Uh, whatever wine I can reach out and grab. There you go. Oh, it looks like it's going to be the Alsace wine the, from a from whole last week. week. Ago. I know been, last week's wine, but you know it, it seems to have kept pretty well. Pretty well, and I bet you it'll, it'll taste just like we just opened it like about an hour ago. We just opened it about an hour ago. <laughs> so we hope uh, that X is having a really good time up at. So how soon are we going to get these guys on next uh, week? As soon as you start organizing them. Buddy. As soon as I start organizing, but well, it's going to be oh, September, I'll pick man. Them, but you got to tell me how to what we're going right, to how we have right, to do all right, that. All right, well, we'll set that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good. just give me the parameters of how we want them to call in, and we'll we'll make it happen. Anyway, you, everybody out there, uh, I'll make a producer out of you. Yet there you go. I want everybody out there to uh, try and uh, enjoy a new wine this week. So select something that you haven't had before and try it. Either a winery or a wine varietal itself and see what it's all about. Open your experiences up to new flavors and tastes. And if you haven't been to Kaz Winery, no, that'd be a new experience and taste. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you very much for listening to us. We'll be back next week with all kinds of fun stuff. This is Kaz, Randy, and X signing somewhere. off. Somewhere. X somewhere. Uh, signing off with Wine Biz Radio. Bottoms up. Wine Biz Radio is produced in cooperation with Sun FM 91.3 in Sonoma, as well as online at winebizradio.com. Audio production by Randy Hall and Christoph Smith. Hosted by Rick Kaz Kazmeyer. Theme music by Kenny Cast. Voiceover by Nikki Valley, also known as Vinochick. Check out my wine blog at vinochick.blogspot.com. WineBiz Radio is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license by VOM Productions.